Today's episode of the RomaPress.us podcast is brought to you by EuroFantasyLeague.com. For the best in online fantasy football, check out EuroFantasyLeague.com to get started and see if you have what it takes to challenge the best CDA, Premier League, or La Liga fantasy managers. Cerca di contrastarlo Juan Jesus, il tocco di Esharawi, cerca il colpo di tacco, attenzione Nainggolan, riesce a mantenere il possesso di palla, palla sulla destra verso Bruno Perez, avanza Samir davanti a lui, ancora Bruno Perez cerca spazio, il tocco è arretrato e per Strottman lancia in area di rigore per Nainggolan, tira go, go, go! to the Roma Press podcast with John Solano. Hello again. Welcome to another edition of the Roma Press podcast. I'm RomaPress.us editor John Solano, and we have a very, very good result. Um, I am recording this just minutes after the conclusion of Roma 3 Spal. Zero. Um, really, really, really pleased with this result. Really pleased with the performance. Um, you know, really zero complaints today. Uh, job well done. Uh, Roma were able to rest Kolarov, Dzeko, De Rossi, Florenzi. And, you know, for me, that's about as ideal of a scenario as possible ahead of the Champions League clash against Liverpool. Um, you know, listen, I, I, I tweeted earlier um, in the week, and it didn't really, um, it wasn't really popular, which I understood, but I, I said that, um, you know, Roma really have to have the majority of their focus on City A, just because qualification for next season's Champions League is so vitally and crucially important to the financial well-being of this team that they simply could not afford to finish below the top four and risk falling out of the Champions League. And, you know, again, given just how sensitive the, the books of this club are, you know, missing out on that Champions League revenue is just... Um, is, would be devastating in far more many ways. And I, you know, I had a lot of people tweet me, well, isn't, you know, isn't the amount of revenue that they made this season, if they were to potentially miss out on the Champions League next season, wouldn't that make up for it? Um, no, <laughs> it really wouldn't. It, it, I wish it were that simple. I wish it were that straightforward. I wish it were that easy, but that, that, you know, that's just not the case. Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't work like that. So, very, very pleased with how Roma performed today against Spal. Um, you know, this is a team who recently held Juve to zero goals. Uh, they held Fiorentina to zero goals. So for the Roma to go on the road and pip three while resting their top scorer is fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely sensational. Um and just beyond the scoreline, I, I mean, the performance for me um, was really, really, really strong. I, I was worried um, at some of the names uh, Di Francesco opted to rest. I, I thought the amount of turnover was a little too much. So I, I have to admit 
um, you know, ahead of the match, I, I was certainly very, 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 very skeptical, um, just because this match was crucial. Um, uh, Inter, they play Kievo, Lazios have, uh, Sampdoria, um, at the Olimpico, so, um, I think both of them will win their respective fixtures, which is why I think it's, um, you know, vitally important to get all three points today. Now, I could be wrong. I'm recording this before either of those two play, um, at which point everything I'm saying now um, is somewhat moot. But uh, regardless, the uh, Roma need to keep 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 it up in the league. Um, got tongue-tied there. But, um, you know, I, I understand um, the excitement around uh, the fixture with Liverpool. Uh, I, I really do. Um you know, I, I understand from a player's perspective where, you know, it might be difficult to have your focus completely on the league when you have this, you know, massive, massive European tie uh, sort of overshadowing and uh, the remaining fixtures that you have in the league. So, uh, you know, I, I completely understand the mindset. I, I sympathize with it. I, I really do. Um, I can only imagine as a player from a player's perspective you know, how difficult it is to get up for a match against the likes of Spal and Ferrara, um, which I, I don't recommend anybody uh, visit. Um, for me, aside from Baticamo, it's one of the most dreariest places in all of Italy. So, um, yeah, just a little uh, uh, little bit of advice for anyone uh, going to visit Italy soon. Do not go to Ferrara. Um, anyway, um but again, I, I do, you know, um, I, I do sympathize um, with the team just because, again, I can only imagine, you know, you, you know, you're about to play at Anfield in the Champions League semifinal, and you have to get up again for a match against the likes of Spal, a team who are relegation threatened. Um, it's, you know. Middle of the afternoon. I again. I completely. I completely understand why the Roma and the players and even Di Francesco would have issues getting up for this match. But you know that said, these points and again this race for the Champions League is just so crucial for the club. Um, you know, if you follow what President James Palotta has been saying over the last week or so. Um, You'll see that he agrees, you know, he's, everything he's been saying, he's, you know, he's been pra- uh, praising what the team have done in the Champions League, he's been excited about the Champions League, he's looking forward to the Champions League against Liverpool, but, um, you know, he's been saying we've got to get our job done in the league, um, you know, again, not to you know, beat a dead horse, but Roma cannot afford to miss out on the Champions League next season. The amount of negative implications that are just sort of fall into place should that happen. I mean, there's there's several of them. I, you know, I don't want to go through each of them, but it just makes everything infinitely more difficult, um, you know, from a transfer market standpoint, um, a recruitment standpoint, from an internal morale standpoint, there's just so many neg- negative implications that would come along with missing out on the Champions League that that's not even anything I want the club to flirt with. I don't even want it to be a possibility. So, 
Um, I really, really hope they continue down this road. Um, again, brilliant, brilliant performance today um, from Roma. Especially happy for Patrick Sheik. Listen, this guy has had a very, um, very, very rough opening season at Roma. Um, y- you know, he's had injuries. He's had a lot of bad luck. He's had to integrate himself into the city, into the team. Um, and obviously he's got he's got this cloud hanging over him uh, in regards to what Roma paid for him, which it's no fault of his. Um, you know, players don't set what clubs pay for them. It's not his fault that Roma shelled out all this money um, to bring him to the capital. That's not his fault. However, given what we saw from him at Sampdoria last season... Um, you know, he has certainly underwhelmed, you know, very, very much so. He's been very disappointing. I don't think anybody would say otherwise. Um, but for me, the, the biggest thing that he needs is continuity. And with the form of Jekko, given how important he is, given how well he's played, given how um, reliant upon the Roma are of him, it's been difficult for Sheik to find space. Um, and when he has fi- uh, been able to find space, you know, Di Francesco has opted to play him out wide on the right wing, which I would rather just have him not play as opposed to being played out of position. I, I know that sounds silly, but this guy needs to get comfortable in his role. He is not a right winger. Um, Sampdoria uh, uh, President Massimo Ferrero has been saying the same thing all year. He said, he's not a winger. You're wasting your time. Even Sampdoria manager Gianpaolo has said the same thing. He's not a right winger. Um, And I believe uh, Gianpaolo, he gave an interview roughly a month, month and a half ago, in which he said, you know, if you're sticking shit on the right wing, you're wasting all of the talent and all of the ability that he can bring to the middle of the pitch when you play him as a 9 or a 10. Um, you know, Di Francesco has, has tried to play uh, he and Dzeko at the same time, and it, it just doesn't work. Uh, the spacing is all wrong. Um, and frankly, you know, when you're, when you're playing with two attackers like that, those two really don't complement each other well. Um, now, Dzeko has done well when, when the two have played together, but Sheik has looked, frankly, like a fish out of water. So um, I'm really, really pleased with his performance today. Um, he gave Spal fits. His runs were fantastic. Uh, the headed goal that he had was sensational. Um, I even tweeted out the 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 goal of Nangolan. Um, to me, it's it's blatantly obvious that uh, Sheik um, diverted that goal. Um, it looked like it was going wide, and Sheik gets a touch on it, and it, it goes back on goal. Um, now, they didn't give it to Sheik, but, um, you know, that's not, I can blame that on Sheik just because he didn't really um, do too much of a celebration or have much of a reaction um, once, the, uh, once the goal went in. But regardless, um, you know, he also should have had an assist to his name in the first half, but El Shadawi was really, really poor on the day. Um, he missed a golden opportunity, an absolutely golden opportunity that would have given Chick the assist. So, 
Um, I mean, in hindsight, um, Sheik really should have two goals and an assist to his name today, uh, being involved for all three goals. However, um, he's going to end the day with um, with with just a goal to his name. Um, but he was he was sensational today, absolutely sensational. Um, and we also got to mention Jonathan Silva. Um, you know, this guy has has sort of been um, on the receiving end of many jokes just because. You know, it's taken him almost three months to make his first appearance. Um, he uh, was really much of an unknown quantity coming in. Um, he was sitting on the bench in Portugal. So, uh, Munchie did receive a little bit of stick um, upon this guy's arrival. But, um, listen, it's Spal. I don't want to, you know, overreact. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. I don't want to... Um, you know, again, sort of make more of the situation than what it really is. What today was, though, was a really good performance from, a, a, you know, a roll aside missing um, five, six players that are generally in its starting formation. So um, compliments to Di Francesco and the players. That was a top-notch performance. Um and, you know, heading into the tie against Liverpool and having a fully rested De Rossi, Kolarov, Dzeko is about as ideal of a situation as you could ask for. Um, you know, we'll get a little more into the first leg. Um, we're going to be, I'll be doing a preview um, probably tomorrow or Monday. But until then, Forza Roma.